What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Heroes for Sale podcast. My name is Adam. I am your host. You can follow me on Instagram. That is Heroes for Sale. You can also follow me on TikTok. That's Heroes for Sale. If you're looking for Twitch content, which I don't have much of, it's Heroes for Sale 5. Basically, if you go to my Instagram bio, you'll find the link, and that's going to bring you to everything that you should be worried about if you're looking to follow me in any other place. Uh, On today's episode... I have been kind of kicking around, no pun intended, this concept, trying to figure out like what is going to be the most important uh, rookie for soccer. Now, I think it will be kind of player dependent uh, because I don't know, like with them, I'm going to also use Mbappe because I know the most about him, uh, his cards, like he has a bunch of stickers from 2016 that in the soccer world, stickers are more important than they are in like the for U.S. sports, for like American sports, so like baseball stuff like that. Uh, but for soccer, it's technically their first card, and I guess it's considered a card because it's the same like design as one. But I, I'm just not sure. So and and this is where. I'm sort of brainstorming as we're going along here, just thinking of different concepts and different reasons why certain cards will matter for certain players or even maybe certain products. Because I think right now the demand for soccer is growing, but it's still not at where it could be. You know, I think sports cards, like I've said in the past, is is a growing the market itself is growing because you're seeing a lot of people buying like basketball and they're buying high um, high price basketball cards, essentially. And that's why I think the market's been growing since, like, for, like, the past year, 18 months or so, the market's been kind of... And I don't even know if you can consider it slowly growing. Like, Luka, the Luca cards, it's not even been half a season, and those have, like, almost tripled in price. LeBron's almost tripled in price since the summer. So, I guess if you're looking at it that way, they haven't really... It hasn't been a slow process for growth. But regardless, either way, so for soccer here... So, like, Mbappe, his first card, technically, is the 2017-2018 Tops Champions League card with him wearing his PSG uniform. He also has the 2018 World Cup card with him in his France uniform. So, you look at which one is going to be more important. Now, I don't, like, because every time I talk about this card, the Mbappe card, and when people say, which one should I buy? I say the 2018 World Cup. And then people will say, well, there's a 2017 card. Why wouldn't that card be uh, more important? And it's not that I don't think it's more important. I just think that the 20, that specific card is a 2017-2018 card. So it falls into that two, the two, uh, the not two-year window, but like the window where it's like the season goes into the next year. So I think that card and it, that card falls in the same year as the World Cup card, which I think that with Mbappe, that the France card specifically is going to be more important. Now, like I said, along the way, I'm going to be kind of talking about concepts that I don't know. I think it's going to. I think what's going to end up happening basically is that it's going to be player specific. So. Like for Mbappe, I think one thing that I was uh, so notorious Tom, uh, sports card Tom, is a, is somebody on TikTok and on um, Instagram. If you want to, if you want to know anything about soccer, I mean, this is the guy. He's so he's from the UK, and I've talked to him on like 
almost every day, basically, I talk to Tom about just like sports cards and like mostly soccer stuff. But and I, I so I was kind of uh, shooting this concept back and forth with him about like which I, what I thought about uh, the national team cards versus the club team cards. So I said my theory is that the national team cards are going to be more popular because they're going to cater to a wider audience. So this was a concept that I was thinking more of Christian Pulisic. So he's another player that I've been looking into. And if you have heard me talk about Pulisic, he is a, uh, he's an American player. He plays in the EPL. He plays for Chelsea right now. He's hurt, unfortunately. So that's unfor- that's too bad. But when he comes back, he'll probably be back for the Champions League, which is in, I think it's about a week from now, is the next round of the Champions League start. So, like, for him, he has a 2016 uh, select card for Panini. So, the other thing with soccer that I've noticed is that they're realistic. It's not like baseball or, like, other American sports where there's, like, seven to eight to nine different cards of you could get of a specific player like Zion right now like he's gonna have a whole year's worth of cards that you can buy that if you can't afford the prism card you could get like and I and I'm actually not even sure optic has not come out yet so I'm not sure what the prices of optic were gonna be I think it's probably gonna be around 75 percent of the prism card but we'll see but you could get like a Don Russ or you could get like a hoops and I think those cards will have value like all the cards will have value it'll just depend it'll just it'll depend on how much they have in the long term now i think how i see it most of the time with some of these cards is that it's less of um how much growth they're going to have compared to other cards but it's going to be the player's percentage of growth over the whole market of their all of their cards so like for mike trout like his and I know I'm bringing in other players here, and this is supposed to be soccer, but I'm just using an example from as uh, that I've seen. So Mike Trout, his 2011 tops update PSA 10 is around 1100 to 1200. You can find it maybe around a thousand, but that's like probably the minimum. But his 2011 Bowman Chrome card is about 50 is about 500 dollars for the PSA 10. So it has about 50 percent value. So like when I'm looking at those cards specifically, I'm looking at the percentage growth based off of where the where the cards valued based off another card essentially so it's kind of maybe it is confusing to it's probably confusing a little bit to newer collectors but if you're like a collector that's been doing it for a while i think that concept kind of i guess that would i guess it makes sense i mean it makes sense to me like that the the, the card the bowman chrome card will always have 50% of the tops update value or it could go up i mean that's the other thing i like the bowman chrome card so i think it should be worth more um, so maybe at some point, maybe it'll be 75%. So that's why I'm saying like with Zion, the prism, let's just say it's, I think it's around 80 or 90 right now. I think the optic will probably be around 55 to 60, $65. Uh, so with now, sorry, I I'm going back to, so with Polisic and I don't, I don't remember why I went off on that tangent. I'm sorry, but I'm going to go back to Polisic here. So Polisic is a USA player, so I think what will end up happening is that the casual fan is going to like his USA card more than a hypothetical Chelsea card or a Dortmund card, uh, where in Select, like because it works the same with Select, where they have um, the different levels of the different print runs for each of the cards, so they, they do have him also in a Dortmund uniform, but I think the USA one is going to hold more value because it's going to cater to a wider audience of people who may be interested in Christian Pulisic and Team USA rather than, like, Chelsea fans. Because, like, if you're 
like a Liverpool fan or you like a Man City fan or a Man U fan, like you don't want to get a Christian Pulisic Chelsea card. Or if you're like a uh, Bayern Munich fan in the uh, Bundesliga, you probably don't want to get a Dortmund card. But like if you are a, um, but that same fan, that same fan who is a fan of Liverpool. Uh, may be a fan of Pulisic, but doesn't like Chelsea. So, like, they're going to, which, if you're from, it depends on where you're from, I guess. If you're from England, then you're going to like England. But if you're from the U.S., you're going to like the USA, USA cards. But, so, like I said, I'm trying to work this out a little bit with these concepts here. So, with that card specifically, like Pulisic, I think if you're getting his Team USA cards, those are going to hold more value in the long term because they're going to cater to a different audience. Now, the one thing that in the Discord, so if you're not part of For Life Trading Cards uh, Discord, so Sasha, he has a sports card server where he has all the sports in there, and I'm always I'm trying to get in there as much as I can about soccer and figure out what other people think. But one of the questions was like, which one is going to have more value? The the U.S. or the country uniform or the team uniform, the club team, and I think it's also different for different players. So like with with Pulisic, I think those USA the USA uh, cards are going to be more valuable because I think the the fan of the fan of Team USA is going to like that card rather than. Uh, like Dortmund or Chelsea, because like they might not even know. Like if it, if you're just a casual soccer fan, or if you're just a casual fan of the sport in general, and maybe you don't even really follow it other than the World Cup. Like mo- I would say, the World Cup is the one time of the year where the most casual fans are watching the sport. So like a casual fan is going to look at like an Mbappe or a Pulisic, and they're going to see them in their um ch- their Team USA uniform or their France uniform, and like for. Uh, for Mbappe, he could go to like Real Madrid or Liverpool or like somewhere else over the over the summer, and it's not that the um, it's not that the PSG cards then don't have value, but I think if he's on a different team, people might not realize it. Like the casual fan isn't going to realize this. So this is where I think the value lies in how easy it's going to be because with soccer, it's confusing. And that's why I'm kind of doing this podcast and trying to talk out some of these concepts a little bit more. Uh, so the value in soccer, I think, is going to lie in two areas. So it's either it's going to lie in the the easiest way for the casual fan to buy the card. So like the casual fan, I would consider someone who just watches the World Cup. Like if they're just watching the World Cup, they're going to want those um, those uniform. They're going to want the uniform of the player that is uh, the the country's uniform. But then there's also the complex one. So like if you're looking at if you're looking at it more in a complex way. So I think I've said it in the past. And I need to make an Instagram post about this, maybe even a TikTok. But I think soccer collectors are going to. And I think I might have said this over the weekend with Sasha. I'm pretty sure. Uh, I said that soccer, no, baseball collectors like baseball because it's complex, and that's the same reason why I think some baseball collectors are going to get into soccer because of how complex it is, and it's not just cut and dry where it's like, this is the card, this is his rookie card, and this is the one, This is, and that's it. It's going to be not like a needle in a haystack type of situation, but it's going to be more complicated to find the actual card that has the value. So... For example, when I'm talking about it matters for the player specifically, so Jaden Sancho, or Sancho, and I, I pronounce his name wrong all the time, but I know it's Jaden, but so he plays for Dortmund right now, and he has uh, 
team uh, English England team cards, but they're I think they're Don Russ and Optic. Which so if I'm choosing Don Russ or Optic or Topps Chrome, which is the other card that he has, I like Topps Chrome more. Now that could be biased because I have Topps Chrome, uh, but when I'm looking at the value of the cards, I'm just seeing more more value in. More value in the fact that the casual fan is going to understand what a Topps Chrome card is rather than a Donruss or an Optic. Uh, and maybe I'm not giving fans or collectors enough credit here, but I'm just trying to figure out what the easiest way for players to, for people, for collectors to understand the value of these cards. So another topic that I think is, I and I don't know if this is a topic that should have its own episode, but like here's the other wrinkle of this soccer card scenario is that the top is tops now. So you obviously, I think you probably heard in the past about how I like Erling Haaland. Now he has a tops, it tops now champions league card of him on his Austrian team. I think he had a hat trick in the uh, group stages of this year's champions league. So he has that card and there's only 174, I believe printed. So that's technically his first tops. That's first technically his first rookie card. So it's not in a product and that this is the thing where to, I don't know where tops now is going to lot is going to fall in this value situation thing with what is going to end up being the card that people want the most. So like Halan has one card. He has his Austrian team card. I think it's Schlossberg. I think is the team they played for in Austria. So he has that card and that's his first card essentially. But now he also has Dortmund cards as he's been making his debut. So like, then do you look at like, is the now is the tops now card, the Dortmund card um, or like, Will Halan have more value in either the Bundesliga Tops Chrome or the Champions League Tops Chrome? So I was looking at the Tops Chrome Bundesliga set, and I thought it was supposed to come out in February, but I guess it doesn't come out until May. So that gives me um, that gives me a little bit of insight to say that I think Halan will be in that set because if it's not coming out until May, I think and it's, with Tops Chrome Soccer, I feel like they they don't make as much of it as much as they make like baseball tops Chrome or like Panini prism or anything. So like changing the, um, changing the production schedule. I don't know what the production schedule is, but I feel like having five months to produce, uh, Halan's Dortmund card is not unrealistic. Now I thought it may, it could potentially be unrealistic to have, uh, Dortmund have a Dortmund Halan in Topps Chrome Champions League. I didn't think it was unrealistic to have him in uh, the uh, Slosberg jersey. Slosberg, sorry if I'm if you're an Austrian fan and you're a fan of that team, I really apologize because I definitely am butchering the name. Uh, but if that's if I was thinking he could be in that product itself, but I don't. I didn't know if it, if it had enough lead time to get him in like he had a tops now card where he scored a hat trick so like i feel like it's a reason why they would uh put him in now i guess i could probably look back at the checklist and see if they only did the top 16 teams or if they did 30 top 32 te- or they, if they did the 32 teams that were in the group stages i didn't look into that now that i'm i didn't even think of that until just now so that's something i want to look into in the future uh, because if they do, then that means Halan. De- if they only do the top sixteen, then that means Halan definitely won't be in the Champions League unless he's in a Dortmund jersey. 
But at the same time, he also hasn't played in a Champions League game in a Dortmund jersey. So, like, that makes me think that they he will have played in a game um, once the product comes out because he's on Dortmund now and Dortmund plays PSG. I think that starts again next week. So he will have, but, like, at the time of when they were producing the product, I don't know if there's some sort of licensing issue. Like... I, huge news, actually, and I should have honestly. This deserves probably its own podcast because I need to figure this out and figure out what this means for soccer as well. This is huge. So, so Panini owns the exclusive rights to the Premier League. Now, I didn't know what was going to happen with the Premier League with Topps Chrome Champions League because there's tons of Premier League teams in the Champions League, so I didn't know what was going to happen. But Topps came out with a uh, Sala card and a. Um, a Pulisic card. So those, and also those cards have the 2020 tops design. The Bundesliga product has, this, and this is why I thought 20, this is why I was a little bit confused. So the Bundesliga product um, has the 2019 design on it. So that's kind of, I didn't, I'm not sure where, like why they did that. So this is why I was confused when I saw, cause I swear I thought I saw the Bundesliga product coming out in February. So that would make sense because, um, it's just it's a nineteen twenty product, so like nineteen whatever the season started in nineteen, so the season's starting. Uh, so okay, fine, you could do that. But now, and honestly, I could even see Halan being the reason why they pushed that Bundesliga product back because, like I said, I thought I saw that it was coming out on next week. Like I thought it was coming out next next week in February, but it's now I looked again today, and it's not coming out until May. So. I don't know, like, I could see Halan being a reason why they would push that back, to be honest, because of how, like, ridiculous he's been and how, I think, how much potential his card could have if he's included in that Bundesliga set. But I don't know if he's going to be in the Topps Chrome Champions League. Like, I think Fati will definitely be in Topps Chrome Champions League. So that's going to be a great card to buy. I think that's going to be a card that's similar to Jao Felix uh, last year. And then... Uh, I the some of the other young players, but like Jao Felix was one of the names that was in last year's that was like a huge young player, and I think Fati's going to be almost exactly the same because they're basically the same age and same kind of repertoire. But I mean, even and I, maybe even bigger because Fati plays for Barcelona right now and he plays for the the pro team, so that's obviously huge. So that's where like Halan kind of plays into this, like, is um, the Tops Now card going to be more important? So with along the same lines of the Tops Now card, and actually one of um, one of Holland's teammates, who is an American player named Giovanni Renna, he made his debut for Dortmund, and he got a Tops Now card. And that Tops Now card actually was the – it was a Tops Now Bundesliga card uh, in the same week that Holland, I think, got a card. I don't know if it was his first – Bundesliga card for Halan, but regardless, the Rena card had like over a 450 print, 450 print run, which is like four or five times what they usually print for most Bundesliga Tops Now cards. And I didn't even like think to look into the card until it was already too late. Like they were ten dollars if you bought them from Tops, and I think you, the more you bought, the less they cost. And I was looking on eBay, and they're already, like, up to $15, and I saw some even sell in the $20 range. So, like, that's where 
I look at that card specifically and I say, well, if Renna goes on to become like the next Polisic or like the next like young American player who makes his way into the EPL or makes his way into like La Liga or any of these other big leagues after he potentially leaves Dortmund or he goes on and he becomes like just as good as Polisic and it's like him and Polisic are like the two strikers for the U- for USA and they win a World Cup which is like that's a pipe dream but like if they make it to the World Cup how about that one sorry not win the World Cup because I don't know if they're ever going to do that anytime soon but if they make it to the World Cup Rena could be a player that is that is potentially one of their top guys uh and he has that tops now Bundesliga card that I think I might even just buy one of them just to have one because, like, realistically, fifteen dollars isn't super crazy. And if the print run's only like four hundred, uh, like that's obviously super low for a card that 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 is his first card too as well. So like with Halan also, he is in um, he's in like Tops uh, Match Attack, which is like a mobile game that Tops has that actually has physical cards as well. It's pretty cool. I don't know if, if anybody's played like the uh, NBA, my NBA 2K app, it's similar to that uh, where you play, you get like your roster and then you play against someone else with a roster and you pick and you, you have stats. So like there's a, but there's also physical cards to go along with the app itself. So I haven't, I've played the app a little bit and it's kind of confusing and it, it doesn't, I don't know how it works exactly. Like I played a couple games and it was, it just didn't make much sense to me, but like, so like maybe that's a card that like potentially could have some value. Holland has that card, so like that would be one of his first cards that he's had in an actual product. I think that actually, to be honest, that might be the first card that he has in a product. So like, but he's not wearing a Dortmund jersey, and but he also has a like they did a tops now match attack card with him in a Dortmund jersey. So like, there's intricacies that I think are going to be a little bit confusing for new collectors. And that I think if you can, if you can get a grasp of the market, you're really going to be a step ahead. Like when like soccer card investing becomes way more popular, because I think it's at one point, I think it's going to be as popular as basketball. Um, Just because if you look at the growth of soccer in the United States. And if you like soccer, I don't even have to tell you about this because, like, you're probably sick of hearing this. This has been the thing for 20 years, that the growth of soccer is becoming the most popular sport. What I've seen, I've seen a lot of, um, like, I've seen a lot of more people talking about soccer. So, like, for example, like, you look at, like, Bleacher Report, they have, they if you go to the regular Bleacher Report uh, Instagram, they have, like, six different sub-genres of their content, and soccer is one of them. And I forget who it was. I think the Bleach Report CMO, the chief marketing officer, was on uh, the front office sports podcast where he was talking about soccer. And he was like, yeah, we got the rights for like the Champions League and all this stuff. And obviously, I think there's more people talking about soccer. So like that is going to help the investments it, or help people talk about um cards and soccer cards, I guess. And so back to Rena a little bit. So Rena, I think now that uh, Topps Bundesliga has moved back to May, I think there is a really good chance that he'll be in that product now because, and like I said, I don't know if it moved back or if I just read the date incorrect, but like 
moving it back because of Rena, who is an American player, and Halan could be a possibility. And also, it could just be the fact that they realize that the transfer window. So, like, the way it works in soccer is that there are only certain times of the year where players can switch teams. And the transfer window happened at the end of January. So, like, players who are popular could have moved to a Bundesliga team or could have moved anywhere um, throughout up until the end of January, essentially. So, going back to print runs of cards. So, and I know I keep saying that, whatever. Print runs. So, a card that I recently found that I, again, I'm, it's a Topps uh, print-on-demand card that I'm disappointed that I didn't realize existed until recently is the uh, Kylian Mbappe Topps Now, um, Topps Living Set card. So, the Topps Living Set was a set that I really liked uh, a couple, maybe when it first released, like, I think it was over the summer, it released the first ever, uh, the living set for the Champions League. So, like, Messi got a card. He was card, he's card number one in the set. And I think Messi has, he his print run was over 3,000. So, the print run of that product has dropped off pretty significantly as well. Uh, something that I've noticed. And it's something that, if you are a soccer collector, you know, it's honestly something that you could look into and you could say, well, who... Who's getting a now? Who's getting a tops living set now? And maybe then you can start kind of learning similarly to, like I was doing it with baseball for a little bit. Like every time someone would get a tops living card, I look into their other rookie cards and see what they are. Now, the thing with tops is they don't do rookie cards per se with soccer. So like players aren't getting the rookie card logo on tops cards yet, at least because I know Panini does it. Like Panini with the EPL did. Uh, they did tops. No, sorry, Panini Prism EPL. Some of the cards had rookie card logos, and like uh, Tammy Abraham is a Chelsea player who is technically a rookie. He wasn't in the Premier League product. He or Prism product, but he was in Obsidian and it had a rookie card logo on it. So you can see how Panini is kind of um, treating rookies essentially, and it's it'll be interesting to see how that kind of progresses throughout the way, but. Uh, so the Topps Living Set isn't going to have the rookie card logo. So that's one way that I don't know if you need justification that it's a rookie card. Like, it's interesting. I've been getting some TikTok comments that people in soccer don't call rookie cards rookie cards. Like, I put up a post about uh, Cristiano Ronaldo and how he reached 200 million Instagram followers. and he, He's the most followed person on Instagram. And his rookie card, his rookie card, was for $4,700 for a PSA 10. And I got like a bunch of comments saying like, people don't call it a rookie card. And I was like, well, what would you call it? And they were like, well, we call it like a season's debut. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to call it that. So uh, I'm just going to call it a rookie card because calling it a season debut is the same thing, essentially. And it's his first card, so I'm going to call it a rookie card. And if you look at that card on eBay, 99% of the auctions are saying rookie card. So... Regardless, sorry. So the Kylian Mbappe Tops Living card. It has a print run of around 400, and it's a card from 2019. So, like, in a way, it's not technically his rookie card or in his rookie year at all. But, like, the fact that there's only 400 of these cards printed, I was thinking about buying them, and they were, like, 8 or $9, and I almost bought two of them. And then the next day I made – no, so I made the post, and then the next day I was going to buy them, and the listings that I was looking at were gone. So that's another card that I was looking into and trying to figure out, will that card have value? I don't know. So if you guys have any 
suggestions on cards and soccer that could be popular in the future. Um, I mean, I'm always looking for new players to like learn about as well because uh, that's obviously something that's going to help my knowledge. But even cards itself, like I can't really think of other cards that are that could be like Mega Cracks. Oh, so actually, sorry. So this will be this will be the last part right here. So this is the last this is the last segment. So Anasu Fati, who I had spoken about earlier in the podcast, is a player on Barcelona. He his first card in a product is the 2019 Panini Mega Cracks. So that's like a product that's produced overseas. Uh, and I don't know if it's... I know the product is the La Liga product, but I don't know if it's specific to Spain or if it's like just over in England or somewhere else if they make it. But like, so that card specifically, the Panini Mega Cracks, is the card that like is Messi's rookie card from 2003. So that's another card that I'm looking into a little bit more. And I don't know, like, it doesn't have a rookie card logo on it. So, like, even though it's Panini, it's, like, a little bit different. And so this is where it's it's confusing. And I don't know, like, it's it's something where I'm trying to learn, and then I think everybody will be learning, and it's gonna there's going to be a learning process that goes along with it. So if anybody has, like, suggestions on other cards I should look into or other players I should look into, like, please reach out to me on Instagram, Heroes for Sale. Um, or TikTok, I guess, if you only follow me on TikTok. But if you follow me on TikTok and you don't follow me on Instagram, you're kind of seeing some different content. Like, um, the podcast is pretty complex topics that I'm talking about. But then on Instagram, it's like, it's brought down a little bit, at least in terms of complexity. And then TikTok, it's very basic. Like, that's where I'm putting, like, most of my basic information about cards because that's what I'm trying to, uh grow that audience in that way, I guess, because I'm trying to teach people how to collect cards. And I mean, hopefully that leads to Instagram followers, but I don't know, whatever. It doesn't really matter. Um, but TikTok is also exploding, which I, I can't believe I didn't mention this, but my TikTok passed my Instagram in followers, which is insane. Now I talked about TikTok like a while ago, probably the beginning of 2019. And I kind of went over some concepts, but I just put out a LinkedIn post about TikTok and some of the stuff that I'm working on. Um, but if you so if you want to find out more thoughts on that, I probably will down the road be making more TikTok related podcasts, but uh, not for not that's that's for another time. We've already talked enough soccer and I've talked about enough confusing topics for today. So I think that's where I'm gonna end the episode. Um, like I said, if you if anybody has any other topics that they think that they or any other cards that they know of in soccer that could be popular, please reach out to me uh, because I'm trying to learn and I feel like I have a decent grasp, but I feel like there's always room for room for more learning to do, especially in this hobby and especially in soccer. Uh, so that's going to be it for the episode, everybody. So everyone, um, I just said that twice. Follow me on Instagram, TikTok, Twitch, uh, LinkedIn. Uh, if you go to link, the link in my bio on my Instagram, that's where you're going to find everything. Uh, everybody, thank you for listening, and I will see you in the next episode.